Thanks for tuning in to Hobbs and Horror Movie Review Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Hobbs and Horror. I'm Eric. White baby pud ass. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right. I I can't beat that. (laughs) So we are back after quite quite a... not as long Period. as the last time, but but, but yeah. yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember the last time we did one. And we had to fall back on a uh, a secondary movie today. So yeah. and I don't know. I think it's better gen- than the original choice. What genre of movie was this? Anybody want to take a stab at yeah, it? Yeah, I think it should be a genre all of its own called like eighties uh, roller skating movies <laughs> because they're fucking like that is a time that just that's what they did. Like, there's so many movies that have, like, people rollerblading mm-hmm. around. It must be because it was just introduced. Like, people, like, were all, like, uh, like it was excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, the movie we're reviewing is Prayer of the Roller Boys, starring Corey Heim yeah. and Patricia Arquette. Yeah. Rocking in with an IMDb rating of, I think we said six. Is that right? Or no, I think it was even lower than I that. Think I it's think it's 5.5. 5. 5. 5. Yeah. So... So, Gavin, do you want to kick us off with a synopsis of the plot of this movie? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, the movie opens up um, in uh, Osage County, Oklahoma, <laughs> and Leonardo DiCaprio has just gotten back from World War One, and he's uh, he's rehabilitating himself to the to the regular world, where he uh, meets up with his uncle, who's played by Robert De Niro. And Robert De Niro is kind of like the financier of the uh, the Indian reservation in the Osage. But secretly, De Niro is also systematically killing off everybody in town to secure the oil rights to the oil on the, on the reservation. Leonardo DiCaprio, at first, is hesitant to join this plan, uh, particularly because he is married to an Osage woman. But he eventually yeah. comes around and begins helping his uncle poison and murder all the all the natives on the osage land wow that isn't really that bad yeah i mean it's completely not the right movie but there are parallels with that movie in the movie we're talking about oh oh, (laughs) did we not watch killers of the flower moon (laughs) i thought we did was there a lot of roller skating going on was de niro on roller skates no i'd love to see de niro on some roller oh but if in prayer of the roller boys that's a whole different that's a different can of worms that's a bottle of fish all its own. <laughs> so it's uh, it's a uh, the future. It's the twenty first century in the future, and I don't know if it's clearly explained. Maybe that's the part we were talking over at the beginning. But society has kind of fallen apart. Most people live in homeless camps, but then there are gangs that are becoming rich, particularly the Roller Boys, who make a drug called Mist, which they sell. Apparently do very well because they can have massive parties with wrestling and carousels and uh, and they lure in young people to join their gang. And our hero, uh, one of the Corys, is does not want to join the gang, but he eventually agrees to going undercover to try to expose them and get them broken up. Is yeah. that is that fairly accurate? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. And Patricia Arquette's in there too. Yeah. Yes, and Patricia Arquette is also a police officer. Yes. So 
Yeah. Good spoiler there, huh? So but- I, I'll add to that a little bit, just that uh, the whole reason he's able to get into the gang is because he saves one of their lives early on in the movie by running a pizza truck through a building while the building is burning and one of the gang members is inside wanting to get out. And it's and it's a drug house, by the way, too. Yeah. It's, so a, when he, it's a, quote, mist house. Yeah, so when he saves this drug, this, this uh, gang member, the leader of the gang member comes by and is like, thanks for, uh, you know, that shit. And then offers to let him join the gang. But at that time, he resists. Later on, uh, he decides to go undercover. I think maybe, was the reasoning that he went undercover because of his brother, yeah, I think yeah. he started seeing his yeah. brother get into it, and he yeah. was like, I need to stop this now. And yeah. it's also important to note that him, Corey Heim, and the gang leader were also, they have a long history yes. from, from their childhood. From the childhood, yeah. So they, they already knew each other, yeah. even though before he saved this guy's life. Yeah. So, what... I, I got nothing from anybody while we were watching this movie. Yeah. So, so I want to know, what did you guys think of this? I mean, Gav, do you want to start or do you want me to start? I can go unless you're ready. You got something? No, you go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah, so the movie is dumb. It's 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 <laughs> so dumb. The whole idea of there being a rollerblading gang who wear, like, <laughs> I guess they're trench coats. I'm not really sure what that is they're wearing. Um, and they And they go around and they've got, like, these cross patches on themselves you know, to identify themselves, which you don't really need because they already got the uniforms and stuff. That's silly. Like, that's Mm -hmm. goofy. You know, the whole society breaking down and then there's gangs fighting up for territory. That's pretty common in your, like, sci-fi movies where things have gone bad. That's normal. But to be taken over by a gang of fashionable rollerbladers, (laughs) like, that's weird. And, and, but once you've accepted that, like once yeah. you're once you're okay, you're like okay, this is dumb, but I'm gonna go with it. It's pretty entertaining. I mean, it's it's a, it's a fun story. It's not like a super serious movie, even though there's people dying, there's drugs, is out. You know, you never really feel like oh no, I am so emotionally invested. Like no, yeah. But it's also not so silly that it's like completely a waste of time either. Right. It, it's got a good balance between entertaining and actually kind of clever even though they're basically just ripping off every other movie and adding rollerblades <laughs> so, so i don't yeah uh, long story short generally speaking I, I like it i like it quite a bit actually i i would say that if you like uh poke post-apocalyptic type movie you'll probably enjoy this movie it's not going to be great because i mean I don't know if it's the acting or the writing, but a lot of the dialogue is just cheesy as hell. Yeah. yeah. And just dumb. But but if you're into that, because I happen to kind of like those kind of world of of movies, TV shows, whatever. And it's really hard to find one that's tolerable for me. Mm-hmm. And this one's at least tolerable, so it actually puts it a pretty high on my list of of watchable shows. I think so, for people in our age group, too, there's a nostalgia factor. Like, I've never seen this movie. I mean, I may have at some point. You probably, if you don't remember, you probably didn't. I don't know yeah. why you would. Yeah. <laughs> but regardless, like, you know, it, the rollerblades, the, yep. the gang, it just, it, there's so, like, having never seen it, it still gives me that feeling of nostalgia for the, the style of the movie that it is from that time. So I feel like you know, younger 
people trying to watch it may not may not be as uh, inclined to enjoy it for the entertainment factor as you or I would, because I think that adds to it for us. But the uh, <laughs> the rollerblading gang thing, I love it. Absolutely, <laughs> I am there for it, hundred percent. And I, you know, I wonder. Like, there's never been a rollerblading gang. That and we know of. That there probably know. has been, yeah. to be truthful, but... <laughs> you know, like, is that an effective way to get away with crimes? I don't know, you know? Like, no one's ever really tried it that I know of. Um, and Jason's already planning his his, <laughs> his rollerblade gang so he can see how effective this strategy works. Well, mm-hmm. And you have to have it choreographed like that, too. Yeah. <laughs> where you're doing, doing the flying V when you're, when, when you're all together... And you swing your arms or back and forth in unison. I mean, like, I want to know what the rehearsals for that went <laughs> were like. You know, like, they're just like, all right, guys, we're going to line up. We're going to try this again until we get it right. And yeah. how many times did it take them to get it right? Right. Know? Yeah. Did they? Yeah. And then did they just shoot the guys that, that, didn't, <laughs> that weren't able to move in uh, unison? I, I agree. I bet you the the rollerblade training took longer than actually filming the movie did. Yeah. Well, when I'm saying rehearsaling, I'm not even meaning like the actors. I'm meaning the characters, the gang itself. Like they had to, they had to like rehearse this together as Mm -hmm. a gang Mm -hmm. in order to like do that. Like how cringy was that? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I have kind of a weird question about this. So, just so everybody knows, I believe this movie is probably made sometime in the 90s. Would you it's agree? 1990. Okay, you yeah. do know it's 1990. So, do you think the fact of... Because all of these kids that are in this gang are supposed to be teenagers. Mm-hmm. Are, that's the way they perceive it, that they're all teenagers. And I mean, they get into some hardcore gang fights, like shootouts, killing each other. Yeah. I mean, this movie comes out now. Is that okay? Sure. Yeah. Or do you think that this would be on the cusp of where everybody would be highly offended that they made a movie where teenagers are killing? No, each I don't other think so at all. Right? No? no. Okay. I I kind of got that feeling like this I mean, you saw be... Hunger Games, right? No, I have never seen oh. Hunger Games. I mean, that's so. like teenagers killing each other. Like, okay. Okay. You know. Yeah, I don't think there's anything movie. like offensive about it. I mean, this movie takes it maybe a little bit light, even though they are killing people. Yeah. It's got kind of a lighter mood to it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's there's gangs that kill each other. Like, I don't think there's anything super controversial about that. No. Yeah, but I just thought because of the age of the people that this might be something that we would be like people to now would be like, Oh, that's such a terrible movie. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. So Yeah, but the uh the drug though that they, they take the the mist or whatever, that was gonna say too that the that really hits the nostalgia button for me because Yeah. Yeah, because it back you remember in the, back in the, the, the days, mist days. Yeah. <laughs> Back no, when Jason was no, in his okay. lab trying to figure out how to make <laughs> right. his own drug. I just love, like, back then it was like, you know, they they would come up, like, these movies would have, like, a drug in it that was just doesn't exist in real life, mm-hmm. you know? That was, like, kind of a trope for a while. Like, they, you know, RoboCop 2 comes to mind right away. You know, like, they did that, and uh, it was always interesting to see, like, how they would play it out. Like, how did they... Like, in RoboCop 2, they have to inject it into their neck it's like this little little thing that is push up against their neck and just goes and then they're all high and stuff you know but i always thought it was interesting like when they 
when they introduce a, some new weird drug, drug. like yeah. new weird street drug, you know, like we don't have enough street drugs that you can't just oh, use you're... one of our street drugs. <laughs> I think you're spot on. I think late eighties, early nineties, they were doing that. They were making a lot of fake drugs and movies and stuff. Yeah. And the funny thing I think of when you say that isn't even a movie at all. It's a comic book. Okay. <laughs> because like late eighties, early nineties, there was a, this uh, storyline in Batman where this drug venom comes out and it's it's basically like a steroid and that's like where the character bane comes from it's like okay. a spin-off from that and like i'm not aware of in comics before or since that there's been this drug thing but that was like a big under thing underground thing in the batman story where for a while batman was hooked and he kicks it and then one of his villains really gets into it and uh so yeah that must have been like just a thing at the time that Everybody thought was a cool yeah. storyline. Do you think that was was there a big fear of drugs at that point? Well, I mean, more yeah, so yeah, than maybe, maybe this was the don't say or um, what was it? Don't say no, not this. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't say no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This just is, say no. Yeah, this yeah. is like at the tail end of the Nancy Reagan and just say no in the yeah. in the Dare programs in, in high gear in the eighties. Yeah, so, so this makes sense. Yeah, they're probably coming off of that. Um, I do think it's funny, like. The the roller boys are they're pushing this drug, but they can't use it themselves, which I think is normal. I think yeah. that's mm-hmm. a pretty common yeah. thing. But the what I find interesting about that is I don't know how much we knew then, but we definitely know now that Corey was like totally an addict at this point in his life. Yeah. <laughs> really? So so he's so he's like in this movie about making drugs, but like but don't get hooked on the drugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's off using like whenever the camera stops rolling. Yeah. Was <laughs> yeah. this like right during that time? I don't know. Like was it for, for, well so I was skimming this while we were watching the movie, you know, yeah. like you do. And this apparently it was something that he was on and off with for well over a decade, you okay. know, and so he had these issues definitely during this movie, both before and after. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, he had to step away from making movies for a while because whatever he was on, like he swelled. He was normally around one hundred and fifty. He swelled up to over three hundred pounds. No wow. way! Wow! Really? Yeah. I want to see pictures of him. Yeah, yeah. three hundred pounds. So yeah. he was constantly and like and and I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how public it was at the time, but apparently after the fact, everybody was like, "Yeah, we had to keep him away from it on set and whatever." So like, it uh-huh. wasn't like a secret at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. if he was doing that, I, I gotta say he did a really good job acting in this movie. Yeah, like uh, he was very good. I thought. Yeah, I think, I think he's great. You're saying based on the fact that he was pretty high. Yeah, that if he was high the entire time, yeah. I could see that yeah. because he was not a very good actor in this movie. Oh, really? Wow. I don't. I don't. I can't really peg the whether it's the acting, but there is some. There are some lines where it's like, oh. Really? You went there? Like, you actually said that? Could you have come up with a But that's a line. That's yeah. not him. Yeah. You can't be I responsible mean, for that. Yeah. But I, I always wonder if sometimes, you know, it's okay writing, but the way the actors are delivering it just makes it sound it terrible be. or vice versa. Yeah. yeah. So, But, like, in his case, he he didn't have to be a good actor. 
Like, he's one of those actors where, like, you put him in a movie because he's a face. Mm-hmm. You don't put him in a movie because he's, like, he carries a lot of weight with him. You know, not the 300-pound weight. But, like, <laughs> but like the, the gravity of the, of the situation kind of way. I mean, like, George Clooney, handsome and good actor. Yeah. but Especially in t- Killer Tomatoes. Yes. Yeah. But... You know, but if you got somebody who's good looking enough, they don't have to actually be good at acting. Right. Just being in the movie is enough. Yeah. And at this point in time, that was a Corey thing. I mean, it, we were joking that, you know, Devin Saw was more handsome than, <laughs> yeah. than Corey. Yeah. But <laughs> it looked very similar. In, but at this but at this point, you know, late 80s, Corey was a was popular a dude with the ladies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Going back to the comic book thing, Gav. Yeah. What'd you think of the fact that they were giving out Roller Boy, Roller, uh, yeah, what is it? <laughs> roller Boy comic books. Roller Boy yeah. comic books, yeah. yeah. I loved it. I had, I had some real questions about that, about yeah. like, who was making them? <laughs> yeah. Like, because somebody is drawing and printing these comics, apparently, which yeah. I thought was weird. But I love the idea, because that, that had parallels to me with, do you remember the original uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah. movie oh yeah and which is around the same time that's probably like 1990 91 yeah. somewhere in there too where like they lure kids into the gang by having this underground area where it's like skateboarding and yeah. non-stop snacks and stuff yeah you know like oh hey we'll hang out here and then just go commit burglaries for yeah. us so it's the same concept like, yeah. they're like, we're going to feed you comic books and whatever the slop was they were giving them out of the truck. <laughs> and then, then you're going to think we're cool so we can recruit you. Do you think maybe, like, back then, that this is, like, you know, kind of like the satanic panic type thing where it was really exaggerated? Do you think that the, uh, as far as, like, at, like gangs back in the 80s, do you think this is what people kind of, like, they just kind of, they didn't know what went on in these gangs so and how they recruited people, so they just kind of... Like, do you think this was believable to people back then? Like I think would... that probably, you know, um, I, it, it, was, it was a big panic back then because I think probably people were first getting really exposed to the, the concept of a gang. Yeah. And I think this is kind of Hollywood's scary vision of what they created a gang is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't think it's like super far off from... How, no. how gangs work mm-hmm. i think the weird part is that in the movies it's like suburban white kids yeah. <laughs> and like that's i guess i mean there probably are suburban white gangs but generally speaking i don't think those are the kids that are joining the gangs yeah i just never heard of uh gangs that like produce propaganda yeah. Like, I mean, maybe not in comic book form. Yeah, but but I mean, how else do you think they recruit? This is just like an extreme version of recruiting, I would yeah. say. You know, I mean, they don't like produce propaganda though. They just kind of lure people in by. But I mean, think about it from the perspective of this gang. This gang, like, I, I mean, re- do you remember the scene where he's like driving and he's like, "We're investing in that power plant." Well, there's not a lot of modern gangs that are are big enough that they're. Oh, yeah. you know, they're, I shouldn't say big enough, but they're structured well enough that they can afford, they can invest in bank or in in power plants and stuff. So this was an extreme version of that. And that's why I find it funny that you said it's weird that they had the comic book, like who's making this comic book. Mm -hmm. If they can invest in a power plant, they can definitely invest to hire somebody to create a comic book for them. I get that. I just think it's weird because (laughs) they're... 
the cops are clearly trying to take these guys down, yeah. but they're operating so in the open. Like, they're not even, like, trying to not be a gang. Yeah. Like, they're not like, in the daytime, we're businessmen, but at night, we're a gang. No, we're just a gang. Like, yeah. it's a weird it's a weird thing to me that they don't try to hide it at all. Um, yeah, and as far as, like, the recruiting, like, like, the propaganda, like, yeah, the comic book's a little over the top. But there's another point where the Gary Lee, the leader of the gang, is, like, talking to Griff, Ramrod. <laughs> and, and you know, and he's like thinking about joining up, yeah. you know, fake joining up. And he's going and he's explaining it to him. He's like, society's falling apart. People are in the homeless camps. We provide family for people. And like, that's propaganda. That is. That's, yeah. that's totally them being like, Hey, we're going to be your brothers and sisters. Yeah, we're going to make you kill people. Yeah, but we'll be here for you. And and see that right there, what you're what you're describing is how I assume gangs are. Yeah. Yes, like and that's comic a big books part of though. <laughs> like I would love to see like a like second issue Crip comic book. <laughs> you know, like yeah, like where like the, the Crips are. You know, like I would just love that. I, you know, like if that I wish that kind of thing actually existed. And you know, and can you imagine how much they'd be worth? You get your hands on like a first, know, edition, first edition, edition Latin Kings comic. Yeah, book. yeah. <laughs> the, the comic book thing again. It's like it's extreme. It's like kind of humorous, uh-huh. but yeah. Like Eric, Eric knows this because he's got his uh, his Latin King podcast. I mean, like they've got their manifesto that they pass out to people, so they've oh, got yeah. their own literature. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's I, not a comic book, but yeah. it's but it does kind of get them like into the whole mindset and beliefs yeah. of why it's cool to well, be may- with them. Maybe they would do better if they put it put in a comic, comic book, book form. form. They, they might. Get yeah. them all, I mean, kids get like them to look all at pictures. Young, man. Kids get like them all to look. Young. At, yeah, <laughs> like show pictures of you, like you know, sitting back with all that money and whatever. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah. It's a good idea. I'll have to pitch it to him. The the other thing that I found interesting about this movie is they're selling drugs to all these young kids. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, they're they're also recruiting these young kids to become roller boys, which they can't do mist if they're young kids. That's a good point. You'd run so, out so, of So, like, are, are they, do they vet somebody and say, this is not a, 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 a recruit? So let's kill them up. Let's just kill them off with mist, <laughs> or how are they doing this? You know what I mean? Yeah, you'd run out of recruits eventually. Yeah, yeah I don't you know. know. It's a good I point. mean, well, and at a certain point, all your recruits are going to be drug addicts, which is not what you want a roller boy to be. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's kind of you a, want quality roller boys. Yeah. You want quality roller boys. Yeah. yeah, and there's the whole not a bunch of puds. Yeah, there's the whole like I don't think this was, you know, made as. They, they talked about it, but I don't think it was made, like, super obvious. Mm-hmm. But apparently, it's also, like, a super racist gang. Because, like, they they had kind of mentioned this. Like, the, the I don't know what the guy's name is. Their, their black like, shop sure. owner friend. Yeah. Like, was yeah. talking about how they're a, a hateful racist gang. Yeah. And they did. They did make, you know, anti-Polish remarks. Yeah. And they were excited that apparently Germany had purchased <laughs> Poland. Yeah. Uh, it's just so weird, man. Which is so weird. But like they were never like really like blatant about it. Yeah. But I think there was supposed to be like this under and they did they did talk about how they had to keep people pure. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder like how but, much this is supposed to be like a white supremacist gang, but they just didn't want to say it. Yeah, like they toned it like, down. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, we'll hint at it, but we won't actually say it. But I yeah. took the pureness factor. That was a drug thing. Yeah, that was the drug thing. That was that a drug thing, but just about. using that word, I was like, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a race word right there. Yeah. That's true, but that's also a word that per- perks your ears up and, you know... Makes you start listening, and like that pud. might have been what the reason they used yeah. it. So. Like, like pud, like pud. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely love the fact that they use the word pud so many times in this movie. Yeah, I, I, I've always loved the word pud, and I'm like, I want to bring it back so bad. I do love that they use the word like the, when the first time the guy says pud, I'm like, yeah, it's well, interesting choice of words. Mm-hmm. Keeps using it. Yeah, just keeps going with it. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been, I've been kind of uh, throwing the word uh, "chode" out there lately. Yeah, yeah, I love that word too. <laughs> yeah, chode's and, a good one. Yeah, nobody uses the word "chode" anymore, and I think that, like, you know, it, it needs to be brought back. I think "chode" needs to be. I think "dillweed." I think dillweed. "penis wrinkle." I think "penis you wrinkle." Think, I think you guys just want to go back to the nineties. <laughs> these these yeah. things need to come back. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The pod thing was cool. I don't know if if we missed this, I missed this, um, but I have no clue why the detective kept calling the kid Ramrod. I no, no, I think he just made that name up on the, yeah, on it's the like fly calling, and just it stuck. It's like yeah. calling it's like calling everybody Chuck. Yeah, you know, it was weird because I don't know what it was a reference to, but he <laughs> kept calling him that. Yeah, yeah, and he didn't correct him or anything. <laughs> yeah, he no. just never cur- said like, "Why are you calling me this?" Yeah, or anything, like you know? my name's Griffin. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't. That one was over my head. I don't know what that was. Yeah. So I totally want to get to the to the um, ratings on this because yeah. I, I want to know what everybody rates this thing. So okay, does somebody want to start or I'll start? I can I can do it. All right, I'm ready. Gavin, go. I'm ready. Okay, so uh, I'm not going to go as high as you probably think I am going to go, but I'm I'm going with a firm six point five. And I want to give it a seven. I really want to give it a seven, but it's so dumb. It's so <laughs> dumb. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 a six on quality of of movie. I'll give it that extra half just because it's a lot of fun. But I can't go full seven because it's it's just so dumb. Mm-hmm. But um, but I think there's a lot here, and and like as we've been talking about this whole time, like there's a lot of like interesting issues that that you can use this movie to talk about which is so strange for like a disposable what today would be like a throwaway sci-fi movie yeah Mm. and so i think it it probably if i if i really thought about it i'd probably go up to that seven just because i'd be like yeah this there's something going on here and and i'm gonna steal your thunder eric i apologize for stealing your thunder here um but i would have loved to see a sequel Mm. to this movie because it's the ending clearly like sets it up like if they didn't intend to make a sequel then i don't know why they wrote the end that way and i think it would have been great to see where they went with it they still could yeah what do you think what do you think a 2024 sequel to roller boys would look like i mean how would they change that like i'd love to see it but you know yeah. their main character is dead so. Well, yeah, but they, <laughs> they could write that in somehow, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, it could be. It the could guy be, gets out. It would be him. the kid. Yeah, it, it would be, be the, the younger little brother. brother. Yeah, it would yep. be now be the hero, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Patricia Arquette would be the salty old lady. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, they could do it. She'd be so salty. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jason, I want to hear yours first, people. Honestly, Gavin, I I am right exactly where you are on this one. Okay. I am going to give this a 6.5 also. I was really surprised by IMDb's rating of this. Not because I think it deserves to be up there farther, but because I think that um, as movies age, I and, and maybe I'm completely wrong on this. Maybe it's just you know my own perception. But I, as movies age, I feel like they get more love, like mm-hmm. um, on IMDb and places like that. Like so, a movie that you know was really kind of a throwaway movie back in the '80s like might get a higher rating just based on that nostalgia factor of people that so many people that grew up with it and everything else, even though it may not be well deserving of a higher um, mm. rating, it, it, it that nostalgia factor bumps it up farther. And it didn't seem like this one got much of that um, because it what 5.1 or 5.5 or something. Yeah. 5.5. Yeah. But uh, I'm, Based on that nostalgia factor, for me, I'm I'm giving that a solid 6.5. And the reason, you know, I mean, you got a lot of 80s tropes in this movie, like the, the rollerblading all over the place, even the comic book thing, you know, like you mentioned with uh, the Ninja Turtles, like, yeah. that's perfect comparison. Um, you sure you don't want to go 6.6? <laughs> No, I'm not going to go higher than 6.5. You know, you know, you forgot a really important part of the movie. I did? Yes. What? There's a Nine Inch Nails song. Oh, my God. God. How did we not mention Uh, that on the podcast? Probably the same way you guys forgot that it existed in it in the first place. (laughs) But yeah, there is a Nine Inch Nails song. It's uh, Head Like a Hole, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that definitely, that definitely helps. So, yes, I am going to give it a 6.6. Yes! (laughs) Yeah. Based on the Nine Inch Nails song solely. Yep. It will get that for that. Because at that time, too, Nine Inch Nails was completely unknown. Yeah. I mean, he was, like, he started at 89. Yeah. And that was, uh, he was pushing that stuff out of his garage. Yeah, obviously, if Head Like a Hole was out, they were known, but they weren't big by any stretch. He Literally, at this point, he would have had to have that one single with had like a hole down in it on it. I think, yeah, I don't think it like, I think not, like maybe pretty hate machine had just come out. Yeah. But it couldn't have been too big if this movie could afford it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm going with 6.6 and you know, it's, just, I mean, leprechaun in space still has, has a lead on it a little bit, you know, but it, I mean, fuck. I mean, when they make roller ba- boys in space, I'll, I will. You'll be all over that. Yeah, I'll raise my my rating. But for now, they're just rollerblading around town. They're not doing it in space. So, yeah, that's my rating. So, I I just want to add to something that you said, just along the lines of um, you were talking about how IMDb didn't give this movie the loving. And I think a big part of that reason is is that this movie, I think, when you think of the movies they give loving to, Mm hmm. They, those movies are still around. People know about them. If you didn't watch this movie yeah. when it came out, you'll have no clue that this movie That's even true. exists. Yeah. So it just happens to be that I rented it, you know, in 1990 probably mm-hmm. and watched it that any of us even know it exists. That's true because even though, um, you know, Corey Haim is in it, I, I, I've never even heard of it. Yeah. And, and I find that funny because... He, and Patricia Arquette. And maybe yeah. maybe you two can tell me this because but you compared this movie to Lost Boys. 
Yeah. Yeah. Is Lost Boys that much better? Is it a better movie? Yeah. I I want to say yes. Yeah, I would say it is, but but I guess it's, not I, it's, much def- better. it's definitely a much more loved movie. Yeah. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like that movie is adored and I don't know, it's probably better, but it's not like leaps I, and bounds ahead of it. No, by I, any in, means. In, in my enjoyment factor of the two, I would say Lost Boys has an edge, but it isn't much. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll be honest. Yeah. So. I mean, there's some they both have some silly elements to them, right? Mm. I mean, you got the saxophone player in Lost <laughs> yeah. Boys. Yeah. You know, like just weird shit like that. And honestly, like I I think what sets it apart is just like it's there's certain scenes that like they really did not make an effort to look like like that one scene when they're standing there with the gun and the guy just like pushes them <laughs> like like he just like like dude how did you just let that happen to you? <laughs> you know it's little things like that that even back then i think would have been like people would kind of laugh at would have been like like yeah. you know whereas lost boys kind of takes a little more serious approach to making, yeah, okay. mo- making yeah. a movie yeah but, i mean yeah lost boys had more competence behind it mm-hmm. but it probably also had you know 10 times the budget yes so it, it had and it, it had, had a lot sutherland. of help yeah mm-hmm. it also had keeper sutherland it did although yeah. keeper really wasn't anything yet at that point that's true yeah yeah but he so. was awesome in that he's a good vampire <laughs> yeah he's a good vampire yeah. so i'm gonna go with with all that said i'm gonna go with i'm gonna give this movie a seven yeah Ooh. and just because i just because i spite imdb so i was actually going to give it a 6.5 which would have been the first time we ever matched all of us matched on yeah a movie. wow yeah. but i'm gonna go with a seven because i spite the fact that they only gave it a 5.5 on imdb and i feel like it's worthy of much more than that so i'm gonna give it a seven i would have yeah. thought that it would have been lower on imdb personally really yeah i wonder if uh we all three of us go and rate this at like a seven or whatever that well, if, if we'll raise it because of how, little, <laughs> yeah. how few people have seen this fucking movie That'd be great if we could single-handedly change the rating, rating on this. Of it. Change the whole outlook on Prayer of the Roller Boys. It yeah. comes back. They make the sequel that we... And Jason, where did you say, where are you at with the sequel on this? Would you want to see it? Oh, I would absolutely you watch a sequel to this. Okay. You know, like, I would love to see where they would take it, you yeah. know? And honestly, like, even, like, it's been, what, 30 uh, years later or yeah. whatever. Like it, I had to do that. I'm not good at math, and dude, that's like, <laughs> about right. Yeah. It's been a while, right? You know, so like it's a whole different world now. You know, what do they? Well, how would they uh, do that and um, be able to keep the the same kind of uh, kind of magic that that this movie had, where it's like, you know, it's like takes place like in a almost a fictional reality. Mm-hmm. You know, like like the gangs with the comic books and the 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 drugs that are non-existent, you know, like it, it creating it there in that that world, you know, yeah. how would they do it now? That that interests me. I'd love to see that, and if they could keep it kind of corny, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. kind of fun, you know, yeah. yeah. So, in conclusion, I would say that that there is not a ton of. It, the only way I would see you don't want to watch this movie is just because if you're not really into that whole you know, post-apocalyptic type flick. Because I think yeah. probably if you're not into that, you're probably just going to think this movie is extremely stupid. But other than that, I, if you're like that kind of movie, 
this is definitely at least worth background noise, right? Maybe yeah. maybe don't sit down and absorb yourself a hundred percent in it, but but give it a watch. But that's, and it's yeah. on YouTube. You can watch it for free. Yeah, that's why you I know? would expect the IMDb to be lower, is because like for the right audience, this movie is a lot of fun. Yes, but I think like if you showed this movie to ten people. Mm-hmm. I don't think the majority of those 10 people are going to like the movie. I think they're going to be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be split by um, by generation. Yeah. You know, like, because like, like you said, you know, like a lot of people didn't watch this movie, even people our age. So, you know, but if you, like, but, you know, having not seen it and being 43 years old, seeing it still sparked that nostalgia in me, even though I've never seen the movie before. And I was able to enjoy it more. I, I think if I was in my early twenties trying to watch this movie, I'd be like, oh, "What the fuck?" Yeah, a big a big part of this movie work. I mean, it's a lot of fun, but the big mm-hmm. part of this movie working for me is the whole late eighties, early nineties feel to yeah. it. Which I don't know if that feels the same way to other people that it does to us. Yeah, I don't think it does. I, I think you. I think Jason, you have to test this theory. And you have to watch it with Jack and Autumn and find out if they like oh, it. Oh, yeah, they wouldn't even pay attention to it. They would really? be done. Yeah. Because there's not enough, um, yeah, there's not enough, like, special effects. I oh, guess. really? Any, oh. Any, anything, like, anything that's, like, yeah, it, like, there's a lot of, uh, you know, the 80s and stuff, like, it was, they they didn't have the ability to, to make this, like, Michael Bay type. Mm-hmm. you know movie yeah. so they had to rely on a lot of dialogue you know in between cars blowing up and things like that i think that the younger generations um it's 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 just the style difference for them they're not used to it it's like uh sitting down and watching a pixar movie and then you know like versus sitting down and watching a movie like a, a cartoon from our childhood oh, you know, I've tried to watch those with the kids too, and you know, it's like they're like, "What the fuck is this?" You know, <laughs> interesting. This looks uh, like crap. You know, like no respect. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of the. It's a, there's a big difference now. Bummer. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that wraps this one up. Um, does somebody have? Uh, do we want to say when our next movie is going to be, or do we just kind of whose pick is it? it? Yeah, I don't know. Uh why don't we start with Gavin since you have yeah. movies picked out? Um, well, uh, then it's I'm going to say it's a 50-50. I'm going to say it's either Skinner or it's Freddy's Dead. One of the, one or the other. We'll see what happens. Freddy's Dead? Yeah. Oh, Freddy. right, I mean, what's, what's Skinner? I mean, oh, Skinner is uh Ted Raimi, Ricky Lake. Oh, uh, I think someone else is I in it. You asked me about that. I may or may not have seen it. I guarantee you that you saw it. And if you didn't, that means I watched it alone. And I hope that, that I hope that's <laughs> yeah, not the case. Yeah, then I'm sure we did. Yeah. Oh, geez. Well, do you want to leave it up to uh, a surprise for the listener? Yeah, we're going to flip a coin and decide which yeah. movie to watch a day of. So those are your two picks. And probably I'm going to guess Gavin, Gavin will do the next one after that. So once we come around to this, whichever one we don't do next time will be your next choice. Probably. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll do them both yeah. eventually, I'm so, sure. Yeah. So I think you, wasn't, didn't you mention uh, Friday the 13th, the Jason Goes to Hell when we were downstairs? Or was that Freddy's Dead? Am I getting it confused? You might be getting it confused. I mean, I love 
I love Jason Goes yeah. to Hell. I, I love that movie. I but, would love to but, do but I would, But the only reason I, I want to see Freddy's Dead is because that's the one we left off on. Oh, yeah. So it's still... I you know maybe Did I you, saw it when I was a baby, but as far as I know, I have never actually yeah. seen it. I'm so. excited to watch that one with you because that that one gets real goofy. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and now now that we're at the end of the recording and no one's listened this far, I can I can admit that I hadn't seen the majority of the Nightmare on Elm Street series until like yeah. this last week. So yeah. oh, is is this what you guys did when you stayed yeah. up till three o'clock in the yeah. morning? I learned a lot of vocab <laughs> in that night. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. With that, we'll wrap this episode up. We'll be back in two weeks, and thanks everybody for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to Hobbs and Horror Movie Review Podcast. Join us in two weeks for another exciting movie review.